Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so when it hit that. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am here with special guest Chris Rodriguez, and you guys might know him as one of the top Angels pitching prospects out there. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so let's get into it. You know, so much has happened over the last, uh, you know, oh man, like what, nine, 11 months now. Um, the, the original shutdown of spring training in March, uh, how did you find out and, and um, you know, what was your reaction? Um, honestly, they had, brought, they had brought us all together. Um, so pitchers and catchers were out at the time. So they had brought us all together, and they sat us down, and they basically said, listen, this is what's going on. Um, we don't know full details yet, but all we know is protocol is to send you guys home. And kind of that's the way uh, they had told us, and everybody was, like, in shock. Everybody was like, we just got here. What do you mean we're going home? Like, what are you talking about? And then um, when we went home, we kind of had more of a clue, and it's just been a roller. It was a roller coaster back then. So, you know, you go home, back to Miami, uh, you're Mr. 305 down there, um, you know, and then eventually after a little while, the, the season starts, the abbreviated season, but then you got sent to Long Beach as far as like the developmental and kind of their player pool. Um, how was it in Long Beach and, um, you know, how, how different was it? Long Beach was awesome. It was, it was awesome. It was a great time and um, it was a great experience. I mean, different. Um, I want to say it's so much different. You know, at the end of the day, you're still playing baseball every day. You get to the field, you do what you got to do, you play baseball. And it's kind of like that spring training atmosphere. Um, however, um, what I will say was kind of being around the older guys and being around guys who have been to the big leagues and been up and down the big leagues, you know, you learned a lot. You know, it was a great experience. And it was honestly such a blessing that I was able to get called up there and kind of um, be able to talk to all these guys and kind of pick their brains. And, you know, I was really grateful that I was able to get the call. You know, this was supposed to be your 2020 was, I think supposed to be like one of those breakout years. Cause you did, you know, we talked about on the previous podcast where um, you have struggled with injuries and it looked like you got all that behind you. You know, when you realize that you weren't gonna be able to pitch on a, during a game, like obviously you get, you have, you pitched a little bit in spring training, but you never pitched in a minor league game to kind of truly go full go and test everything out. Were you kind of disappointed that you were never able to get onto like a game, an actual game mound? Um, I want to say I was disappointed, you know, long beach, we had our games, you know, I got my innings in, you know, even though 
there was no fans, which that kind of stunk, you know. But every time I took the mound, I told myself that this is 100% game-like. Everybody's watching. I'm facing big league hitters. Like, I'm going to go at these guys. So, in that sense, I wasn't bummed out. However, one thing I will say was, like, the whole fan atmosphere, you know, everybody missed it. You know, everybody towards the end was getting sick and tired of hearing random crowd noise, you know. And it was funny. Sometimes we would mix the crowd noise and we would put on, like, a soccer game, a soccer game crowd noise on. And you would hear random screaming and stuff like that just to switch it up a bit. So not having the fans there and not having that fan base and that type of atmosphere, it was definitely different. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't say bummed out. I would say uh, I would have preferred there to be fans and kind of have that type of atmosphere there. So, you know, you, you're in Long Beach, the the 60-game season. You see a lot of guys coming up and down. Um was there anyone that you, you know, had spent time with in Long Beach that maybe you haven't previously that you kind of picked their brain, um, kind of to see how the major league life is and and how that might help you going down, uh, you know, down the line? Um, honestly, it was every single person there. You know, it was um, it was it was it was different because like hitting hitter wise, you know, I'll talk to Soda, I would talk to. I'll talk to uh, Jose Rojas. I'll talk to Jones, Hermosillo, Walsh, Thice. You know, those are the hitters I'll talk to. And then pitchers, you know, I'll talk to Jose Suarez, Berea, um, Dylan Peters, uh, Keller, even Sandoval when he went down a couple times, and and uh, Bookter as well. You know, all those guys, you know, I try to pick their brains. You know, they've been to the big leagues, and that's an experience that I just haven't experienced yet. And God willing, one day I will. But, um, you know, just being able to pick all. Sorry about that. So, um, just to be able to uh, pick those guys' brains, you know, it was, it was awesome. And, you know, I, can, I, couldn't, I can't sit here and say, like, I picked only this guy's brain or this guy's brain. Like, I'm talking about everybody helped me out and everybody gave me their advice and how they made it and kind of what it takes to stay there. You know, if you were a regular minor league season, you would probably would have been stuck, you know, not stuck, but you would have been pitching like, you know, in double A, triple A. You might not have been able to get to talk to some of these major league guys that kind of go up and down. So I guess that's one of the benefits, um, you know, from from kind of the the Long Beach uh, situation, if you will. Uh, You know, the season's over. You you go back home. uh, November comes around and you and Brandon Marsh get selected to the 40 man roster. You know, for anyone that follows baseball, understands how big of an accomplishment for that is for, you know, these these young prospects trying to make it to the majors. That's like the next step. Um, when did you find out, and what was your reaction when you got added to the forty man? Um, I found out a a day before the deadline, and um, it was funny. My reaction was, you know, I was so happy, and I was like. I was like, oh, thank God, you know, like just this big weight was lifted off. I'm like, oh, thank God. And I had called Brandon Marsh and we had spoke and we were actually to get we were together at the time, which was kind of a crazy thing because um, I had went to go to Atlanta and visit him. So we were together at the time and we were both just like smiling. We we're like, this is awesome. But like we both knew that this is just a step, you know, it's not everything, you know, 40 man is a great accomplishment, but me and Brandon both, we have goals to be on the 25 man one day and kind of be able to help the big league team uh, 
hopefully get to the playoffs and win the World Series. You know, obviously the offseason, this happens. What does your offseason work out like now compared to maybe years past? Because um, the situation with, with, with uh, the coronavirus, stuff like that, is it's kind of the same thing? Or do, have you found yourself having to make a little bit of adjustments here and there? Um, I would say it's the same thing. Um, you know, the gym I've been working out at, we've been very careful with all the coronavirus stuff. You know, we've been make sure that we um, – sanitize our hands sanitize all the equipment and everything so everybody's safe and everybody's comfortable where they're working out and um but it's overall been the same um so i can't i, I have no complaints about this off season i've been able to get everything done you know throwing wise I, I have my partner that i've been throwing with even since quarantine um we just go to a field we throw and then you know we lift and so it's been it's been actually a really good off season a very productive one what is something you came into this off season wanting to work on? Was it a certain pitch? Was it, um, you know, command of a certain pitch, velocity of a certain pitch? Was there anything going into this off season that you wanted to uh, improve on more so than anything else? Um, and the biggest goal right now is just to stay healthy. I would say that's the biggest goal right now. Um, pitch wise, everything, everything's kind of feeling really good where it's at. However, I would say that every single pitch, I feel like I would um, come into this offseason, I told myself that I want every single pitch to be able to throw it for a strike and to be able to throw it um, for a two-pitch or two-strike uh, pitch as well. So kind of have everything, um, you know, be able to throw any pitch, any count. You know, that's what I want to do. That's the pitcher I want to become. You know, when you can do that, I feel like you can establish yourself that much better. For fans that, that might not be familiar with you or, or kind of getting into like looking up prospects and stuff like that, can you tell them what, what's your picks, Mitch, what, what picks, uh, pitch mix that you have and you, you bring to the uh, Angels? Uh, I got four seam, changeup, uh, two seam, slider, and curveball. Um, I would say everything's pretty firm for the most part. You know, this, uh, this whole instructional league in Long Beach, I was uh, four to six uh, the whole entire time with uh, my two seam being uh, having having a lot of life. Mm -hmm. And uh, slider is definitely a pitch that, you know, I can throw for a strike and also get a few strikeouts with as well. Changeup's got some screwball-like action when thrown well. Um, and curveball, I finally got some depth, depth to it, so it's definitely different than my slider. So everything's coming out very well, and, I mean – type of pitcher i am in general is just someone who's going to compete so and that's great to hear because you know again you're, you're 22 so you just kind of feel like you're just barely getting into your you know growth as as a pitcher and on the mound you know obviously baseball is a business obviously we're kind of in the middle right now of certain teams making certain moves certain teams signing certain players and, and just talking to enough of you guys, I realize you guys don't really focus on that kind of stuff. You just kind of tell me where to show up and play and I'll do it. Yeah. But when, you know, as a fan, I'm hearing, you know, uh, people are saying, you know, we can't trade Chris. You know, Chris is going to have a great future. We want him with the Halos. Is, you know, he's going to be a great pitcher when he gets up here. You know, when you hear stuff like that and, and, and fans pretty much calling you like untouchable when it comes like trading and anything like that, what, how does that make you feel? Makes me feel great, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I always say this. You know, we play baseball. We love baseball. We're athletes. Um, but at the end of the day, we're human beings. Nobody's going to want to hear, oh, let's trade this guy. Like, right. 
we're sick of this guy. Let's trade him. Nobody wants to <laughs> having that type of uh, fan base around me and kind of having people kind of like the pitcher I am and hopefully uh, love the person I am, you know, that would, uh, that's obviously very heartwarming. It's a, it's a blessing, honestly, you know, having that type of fan base and kind of um, that's why I'm thankful that I'm in this angel organization. Cause you know, you look on Twitter, you look on Instagram and all these other social media sites and the angels are number one when it comes to that. Like I would, I would take angels fan base over any other fan base. And that's great to hear too, because, you know, fans, you know, I think fans are, you're always going to get some of those knuckleheads, but yeah, as, as far as a whole, I think angels fans, uh, you know, are, are, are good ones. Um, another thing that you are really into away from the field and this team had a little success last year and that's the Miami heat. Like I mentioned before, you're down mm-hmm. there in Miami. So uh, we text back and forth kind of during that, that playoff drive, um, so tell me, how was that, as, you know, you being a fan, you know, like you kind of experience what it's like for us as Angel fans when they make a run or, or when they, how was that for you? Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's like, you know, the heat, the heat to me, we came into the season, like they go over just some, we're just some normal team, you know, and even in the, even in the playoffs, every, everybody was counting us out. But what people don't understand is 305 is the best city in the world. It may not be from, from the 305, but once you're in the city, that's it. You know, you're established and kind of they pushed through, man. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, you know, they did what they had to do and they got us to the finals, which nobody, no, and I mean nobody thought they were going to get to the finals. I, I, think I, I think I text you right after the um, the block. The, yeah. uh, 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 why, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, but he block on, on Tatum and just, Take me into that situation. Were you jumping up and down when you saw that block or what was going on? You see, I actually saw that on the highlights. I had to oh. see it. I missed it during the game. But even the highlights, I was like, let's go. Like, I just <laughs> And then the more I saw, it was that much better. Um, but, yeah, it was – let me tell you, the heat came through, and I, I hope they have the same type of season this year. But, you know, they did what they did last year. So, we'll see. Yeah. And I feel like it was it was a sign today because I'm going to bring this full circle now. Uh, today is actually Tyler Hero's birthday. Uh, he's 22. And then I just happened to be looking at on online, and then I found this picture. I don't know if you can tell what hat he's wearing. Uh, he's wearing an old-school uh, Angels uh, periwinkle hat. I think this was from last season. So when I found all this stuff out, I, was, I just thought, you know what? This is, this is a sign. This was, you know, this was meant to be an interview today. So it yeah, kind of – what was that? I said, hey, Tyler Hero gets it, man. He's in yeah, the exactly. and he supports the Anaheim, man. That's there all you go. So that, that was that was perfect uh, <laughs> symmetry, I guess. Another thing that I want to talk to you about, again, off the off the field, and I kind of was surprised when I saw this, but your your fandom for certain country artist, Luke Combs, uh, where did that come from? Because that kind of caught oh, me off surprise. Oh, I love Luke Combs. Like, okay, so a lot of a lot, people who know me, they know I love Luke Combs. Right. But people who don't know me, you know, they're like, oh, guy from Miami, his last name is Rodriguez. That's, honestly, that's where I was. I was, like, so Look, surprised. I, I truly understand where people come from. But, like, with that, you know, Miami, you know, Spanish music, rap music, yeah. all this stuff. But, no, I love I love country music. And Luke Combs is – he's the man I saw. I actually saw him in concert uh, two years ago. Um, and it was an amazing concert, man. He's just – 
great guy, great songwriter, great sing- singer. So I love yeah, it. It was funny, though, because, you know, full disclosure, I'm a big Luke Combs fan, too. And that's why it kind of just was I, wow, I didn't see it coming. My wife is a big country. and She kind of got me into it when I met her, you know, a handful of years back. And, and so I got really into Luke Combs and I would see you post little things here and there. And the one of the biggest things, again, she's probably a little bigger um, fan than I am. The one thing she was really jealous about is I noticed your Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend got me the Luke Combs Crocs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You don't understand. I was so excited. I was. So, she, she earlier before Christmas, she asked me. She goes, "Oh, uh, she goes, oh, uh, what's what shoe size are you?" And I immediately knew. I was like, "Oh, I'm getting." <laughs> so coming into Christmas, I was just I was doing this the whole time. I'm like, I'm gonna get me some Crocs. I'm I'm excited, and then boom. Yeah, I, I saw that on your on your story on your Instagram, and I said, "Oh, look who ended." Because we were actually really talking about that probably like a week before, just. Uh, or when they came out, and then I showed him like, "Oh, look, you remember Chris? You know, he pitched blah blah blah." He's like, "She's like, yeah." I'm like, "Look what he got today." And then I, I showed her, and she was just, "Oh my god, I'm so lucky!" This and that because she was, she was uh, uh, loving those Crocs, and she was, you know, uh, she was like, "I love them," but the sh- her thing is like, "Oh, they're white. I'm afraid to get them dirty," kind of deal. So, but yeah, it, it was a trip, and that was just funny. That another thing that uh, kind of worked out is that the the fandom for Luke Holmes, and he's definitely someone on my list once concerts um, resume. Yeah. Got to get out and see him when he comes out to the West Coast. But uh, Chris, this has been great. You know, I, for anyone out there, Angel fans, I highly suggest you know follow this kid's journey. Again, he, you know, 21 years old, still a lot of baseball ahead of him. You see his Twitter right here at um, at real Chris Rod, and then his Instagram at c underscore rod underscore 21. Um, be part of the journey because uh, you know, as for me, I, I I've seen you in Inland Empire. I've talked to you through. The, the injuries and now and I, I honestly I'm, I'm truly truly um rooting for you and I'm, I'm can't wait to see you on an actual mound you know whether that's uh you know this season or you know 2022 with the with the big team with with the angels and you know it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm really looking forward to it i appreciate that and hey i love when you guys have me on here you know you guys are amazing i follow you guys on instagram you guys do nothing but great things so i appreciate you thank you and then for all our fans that are watching right now, this is our information again, Instagram, Halo underscore Haven, and obviously our YouTube page, Twitter, and all that stuff. If you guys want to check out the other interviews we've done in the past. So, Chris, again, um, thank you very much uh, for jumping on. It's late over there in Miami. I really appreciate it. Um, have a great one, man. Hey, you as well. Thank you. The football playoffs are in full effect, and the NBA is back. You might not be able to get to a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season, from spreads and totals to team player and coaches props. Bet Online gives you the most options to wager than any other place online. Just head over to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that is promo code Armchair. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Going into some news that has been made for the Angels over the last um, week or so since last I was on, um, I guess the first thing we'll talk about, obviously, is uh, the news of Kurt Suzuki signing with the Angels again, uh, answering the question about the, the catching position, uh, Matt Stassi, still not sure about what's going to happen with him. Um, coming back from the injury, you hear that he's progressing really well and that he might not miss as much time as people originally uh, thought. but. You still need some kind of a depth behind him just in case. And Kurt obviously, um, obviously is, is, is going, is able to do that and, and add depth to the, to the catching position. Not a great catcher as far as defensively. Um, but offensively, he can definitely um, help a team and produce, uh, at a good level. So again, that's going to, that address the catching situation with for the Angels. Coming into this offseason and just adding depth and, and for a really good, uh, value, um, you know, wasn't anything that's really going to hurt the Angels going forward. And with the money, again, Kurt Suzuki signed with the Angels, Fulton boy. Um, so that is a cool kind of coming home. He won a, uh, World Series out in Washington, came from Washington. Reports had him turning down more money to come back home. So that's kind of a cool story. A cool thing to root for coming into the next season. Now, the big news that happened, big-ish news, um, that happened last night, Tuesday night, uh, Jose Quintana signs with the Angels. One year, $8 million. Um, it happened pretty late last night. Um, kind of surprising, kind of, um, you know, but a good value play. Again, one, one year, $8 million. Uh, he's not going to be the top of the line guy that the Angels fans um, we're rooting for or, or still looking for that is still predetermined. And honestly, if you ask me, uh, free agency wise, Bauer included, I don't think there's that top of the line ace guy. Um, you know, everyone loves Bauer. I understand it, but I think for the money that he's going to want, I don't think 
is that type of a pitcher. He might be the best pitcher in this season, this offseason, so he'll get that money best of the of the options, and that tends to pay well. But obviously, let's say, for example, he came out last year, his free agent year was last year with uh, Cole. Uh, there's no way he's getting near Cole money in it. I believe reports, that's kind of what he was asking for somewhere around there. And I think if you watch baseball enough, you realize that's not what he does. Um, or that's not who he is. He had a grand, one great year. Granted, he won a Cy Young this last year. Um, and a lot of people like to point that out. But if you look at his kind of career overall, it's a good career. It's not a bad one. Not, you know, I don't think he, I don't think you can say that he's just another guy. I think he's above average, you know, but I don't think he's a top 10 pitcher. You know, and that's just me and my opinion. So when he's asking for like a top 10 pitcher type of money, I just think Angels can go out and find it somewhere else. Um, and you're seeing that with Jose Quintana, uh, Jake Odorizzi. He's a good option. Uh, Brad Hand, you're hearing that today, that the Angels are connected with him. Now you're looking at maybe for the price of a Bauer or instead of going for one guy, you're getting that second, that second pitcher in Odorizzi or someone like that. It could be a Pax whoever, fill in who you want. Um, but uh, it looks like they're going to try to go in that direction as far as getting a kind of a two-for-one. Hand and Odorizzi or Hand and Paxton, something along those lines. And as an Angel fan, and seeing where their overall question marks are, I think that fits in... Um, I think that fits better. I think that fits better... Um, with what the Angels are looking for. Um, you know, Bauer likes to talk. He's been doing a good job of that, but at a certain point, um, that's going to start rubbing people the wrong way, whether that is front office, whether that's um, teammates. You know, I, I don't want to sit here and say that he's a bad locker room guy or a good locker room guy. I don't know. I haven't talked to anyone locker room him. But when you look at the stuff that um, Harry's talked about in every single um, and Joe, as far as adding people who are um, good in clubhouses and certain type of character they want, uh, it's kind of hard to them to be preaching that again. And it seems like in every single interview, uh, uh, every single interview, that's what they're preaching, and it's kind of hard for them to do that. And then all of a sudden, bring in a Bauer who. Might be a loose cannon, might help, might not, but, you know, it's hard to tell. And it just doesn't they feel so comfortable doing it, at least not at a crazy rate. Now, if the deal is so good, you can't pass it up, that's different. But what he's reported saying, I can't see them going after Bauer um, right now. Bauer is kind of a guy that, you know, he looks like he needs, he needs that attention and does do that kind of attention the Angels want. I don't know. That's something. They're going to have to answer, but for the price, what they're asking, what he's asking for, I think go pitch another pitcher, like I said, an Odorizzi, Paxson type, and like a Brad Hand. Let's be honest, you guys remember from last season, the 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 biggest thing with Angel pitching, I think more so than let's say starting pitching, was that bullpen. Um, with they uh, they blew, I don't know off the top of my head, but like fourteen or sixteen games. If they convert five, six of those games, they're in the playoffs and we could be having a total um, situation, total different talk. 
if the Angels get into the playoffs last year because they don't blow the saves out of the bullpen, right? And let's say they they get through that first round and they got into the whatever the round was called the second time around, um, we could be saying, hey, we're only a couple pieces away instead of, hey, we need to blow everything up. So, you know, it, it's really interesting to see how people take what happened last year and kind of think that they're way far off when I don't necessarily think they are. I think they need to secure that bullpen, and I think they did that with Iglesias. Again, if they would have saved three more, four more games than last year, they're in the playoffs. And they don't if they don't even if they don't even lead the league in blown saves, they're in the playoffs. And then we could be having a total diff, different situation where you're saying, you know, you can build something behind Haney and Bundy after Bundy's great year. You can do this, you can do that. You not now where everyone's like blurred up. So we'll see what happens. We'll see um, what comes together in the next couple of days. But my biggest thing is that I'm seeing a lot of people still want Bauer, and I understand that's the sexy name. That's the name that is out there for everyone to um, clamor for. But I just don't think the Angels need that to be productive. Um, so you know, I think they they did a good job in the bullpen by planning Iglesias, training for Iglesias. Did a good thing by signing. Tana, um, to be that that pitcher again. He's not going to be your number one, probably more than likely. Could be a two or three, and add more depth. That's fine. And, and remember, you know, a lot of the guys the Angels have from last year um, are young pitching wise. So Canning, Brea, Sandoval. These guys are all like twenty years old. Um, so we'll see what happens. So you know, Tana can help with with. With adding depth to that rotation, add more uh, innings, and that's the one thing that you need as an Angel fan is a pitcher that can, you know, eat innings. Before last year, I think they said uh, he averaged like 180.5 innings the last like four years. So that's something you need. Um, yeah, and Detmers, you know, Detmers can come up in two years or so and and totally help out that that uh, pitching rotation. So. We would love for the Angels to be competitive now, but as you're looking at people going places, um, obviously I don't think the Astros are going to be as good as they've been in the past. Um, they did get uh, Michael Brantley back, but they did, uh, but they did lose uh, Springer. Uh, there's a good chance Verlander doesn't pitch for the vast majority, eighty percent of the year, and then you would also. Um, you know, Granky's a year older. He kind of showed a little bit of his age last year. So they're definitely on the downslope, and we'll see what happens there. A's, again, um, they're always kind of up and down, but they've lost some guys. They lost Hendricks. They lost Igon Lucimian. Um, so we'll see what happens with those guys. Those guys can replenish, so, so we'll see what they have in the system. Um, Mariners are up and coming. We'll see what that happens. Those guys, Texas, same thing. They're a, bu- they're a bunch of young dudes that need to perform. So we still don't know what that is. Um, but, you know, the Angels, if you look at the season overall, the Angels is really the only team is in the West that has improved, regardless of what you Obviously, it's not what people thought was going to happen with starting pitchers left and right, bullpen guys left and right, the Contreras as a catcher, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at it as we stand right now, January 20th, Angels have done the most work this offseason in the AL West. You know, A's lost a lot of guys. Astros re-signed one of their guys, but lost another big part. Um, 
you know, again, and people are asking again, we're on uh, Instagram Live. Um, uh, Angel Central asks, so, so who is your alternative if we don't get Bauer? If we don't get Bauer, you know, I would be perfectly content with some kind of a combination of um, Paxton and Hand, or like an order Rizzi Hand, something like that. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say this is what's going to happen because I don't know. But if there's a combination of one of those two over Bauer, I would take that. Just because you're kind of filling up two, two holes. You know, you're gaining pitching depth, but also you're helping that bullpen out. And, and again, like I said before, if this team saves five more games last year, they're in the playoffs. You know, we're not talking about a full-on, oh, Charles hasn't made the playoffs in X amount of years, or Charles hasn't done this. We're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about, wow, they they start off rough, and damn, if that was a full season, they would have been going at it. They would have made a great run. So, granted, Quintana doesn't necessarily, like uh, on here, it says move the needle, but it hasn't, it hasn't, doesn't hurt the Angels. You know, a Quintana signing doesn't make them worse. Like, I think that's what people are, are, are feel like they're saying. Like, oh, they resigned and we're now worse. No, the Angels are, are better. They're not three, four steps better like people wanted, but they are better. Um, and kind of like I would, kind of like I said, um, would have, you know, they said on here, uh, I love Hambo. We, we need two starters. You would have two starters. If you get Paxton and you already have Watana, there's your, two, uh, um, those are your two starters. All right. I mean, that's what you did. You have again, you're looking for, for, for people to take the next step that people like, uh, again, Sandoval, Canning, Correa, these, all these guys who are like 23 years old, 24 years old. We're talking about, you know, bringing in guys like a Bauer who could be at the very top of his game, but he's like 30, 31, right? Give our guys an opportunity to get to that point. They're not there yet. And it'll be totally different if, Canning and Berea and Sandoval were all 27, 28, and have been doing what they've been doing. These guys are going to get better. These guys are taking the next step. Again, and the last season is so weird because of lack of um, uh, workouts. I mean, obviously with the coronavirus, everyone was very separated. You're not sure how the workouts are different in a regular season, if they're better, more um, more meetings, more chat with, with their pitching coach to help with certain um, Paxton's durability is an issue. That's why I would tend to lean towards Porter Paxton. I've never been a huge Paxton to begin with. Um, but like I said, um, the Angels, I think, have a really good system. And it doesn't make sense to kind of jeopardize that right now for people out there. Obviously, the news of the Padres pretty much selling everybody. <laughs> but the crazy part, the Padres have done these deals without giving up any of their top five, I believe, prospects, top four top prospects. And that's crazy. And that just shows the depth of their uh, farm system, something that the Angels don't have and haven't had, quite frankly, and I don't think ever. Um, but I think people are really short-sighted and they don't see that the Padres, and I have family in San Diego, so I hope they don't listen or, or, or watch this, but, you know, before last year and maybe, you know, the year before that, um, they were horrible. They were horrible. And that's why they got those picks. Granted to them, they hit on those. A lot of times where teams... Get those, get those picks. Don't do anything uh, with them. Um, but they hit on them, and now look at their farm system. Now they're able to do build and get you be able to get uh, mushroom to get a uh, snail. But still, they are using um, non their non five, non top five, which is crazy. Um, but let me see. We're getting questions here on Instagram. 
little bit. Uh, Bro Bauer is asking uh, too much for one quality or go after Bauer, knowing that he is going to ask for a lot. I think the Angels are not. I think the Angels are going to be. Um, I think it's going to be an already move. This is what we're going to offer you. Take it or leave it. And I, and I honestly think um, it's probably not going to be any more than years. maybe twenty. Might not. He might want to hold off and get six years again. This is coming from a guy that said at one point, um, "I'm only going to take one year deals to capitalize on my 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 value every year." And he backtracked on that so fast that uh, he should be playing in the NFL. But so this guy, you know, I, I just don't, I don't believe anything he says. I don't believe anything he says in the media or on his gram or his YouTube page or anything like that. So I would, I just, you know, I take everything he says with a grain of salt. Would you trade or consider using Sandoval or, or Jemide before starter? Um, depends on who the starter is. Cause Sandoval is kind of that guy where he's a young controllable arm and that's the most valuable thing you can have in baseball. Um, Jemai needs to get a little more time because you, you can kind of figure out what he is more. Um, oh no, Jaime, sorry, Jaime. Sandoval or Jaime to deal with for starter. I, you know, they are both young starters. So I don't you know. I think kind of break uh, Daniel trade, let's say Jordan Adams, Josh Hader. Yes, if it could be a one for one deal, but I highly doubt, um, that would be a one for one. And been two, um, uh, yeah, they would probably be asking more Milwaukee side. Uh, I remember when Kevin Aper was traded for Movon's one April. Yeah, I mean, and if you look back at Kevin Aper's career, he did great things for the Angels and, right, considered the number three starter. But, you know, let's get these guys opportunity started. And he is what he is. And even then, too, you saw last year he, he got better. Um, he can return and get another good year under his belt. And then if Bundy can continue to do what he did last year, and like I mentioned, young guys need to produce. Pretty soon it's going to be time to where either are going to even develop or you're going to have to really think about down the line, maybe not tendering them, you know, in a couple of years if they don't develop. So it's, it's going to be a really, uh, I don't want to say make or break for them, but it's going to be, um, it's going to be kind of go from there. Uh, Still some Bauer questions? No, I don't think. But yeah, so that's the gist of the, the podcast today. Again, um, if you're watching on Instagram Live, uh, go to our YouTube page tomorrow. I believe they usually post the day after we do them, but we just got done. Right, I got done talking to Chris Rodriguez, another young prospect in the Angels organization that could help this rotation. Um, you know, in 2022, again, a kid that's only 21 years old, super young. So if you're if you if you really want to kind of forecast the future, and again, I'm. I don't know what's going to happen um, 10 days from now, let alone uh, three, four years. But, you know, you pretty much you could have a combination of Detmers, Rodriguez, Hanny, um, Sandoval, you know, and then maybe Otani. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think those are good kind of building blocks. And maybe you get a big name free agent once Pujols comes off, once Upton comes off. Um, then you can go get a solidified number one to help those kids. But, I mean, even two get a number one kind of guy and then Reed Detmers, Chris Rodriguez, Griffin Canning and Patrick Sandoval and Jaime Berea, like that can be a rotation in 2023 and we can see how that is. That can be a really good rotation if everyone, you know, lives with the projection. It's going to be 
Um, we'll see what happens with that. Do you think entire project? I don't. I mean, I think so. Just because I don't see giving him a contract of great value, I don't think he wants to go and play um, for a team on like a minor league deal or the league minimum. Um, you know, I think yeah, he might retire after after his contract is done with it. Start the clock because once he retires, he's a Hall of Famer, first ballot, not a question. Um, so that's something that look you know for him to kind of look forward to. But again, I, I want to thank you everyone for jumping on Instagram Live. Go check out the interview with Chris Rodriguez I just did. Again, great kid. Had a lot of fun talking to him. Talked everything from last year to his off season. Um, his love for the Miami Heat and a couple other things. So definitely check it out. Um, I will be back hopefully next week um, on another podcast. You know, prior maybe reach out um, to some people and see if we get another interview going. And that will probably more than likely be on our YouTube page. So definitely check out our YouTube page, All Angels Podcast um, on YouTube. Check out that page. Um, thank you for everyone on here um, and for our podcast viewers. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you know, Johnny's kind of going through thing right now. I don't want to get too far into it, um, but, you know, he's he's doing better. He's doing better. We got a lot of good news in the last 24 hours. And um, as a friend, as a buddy, he was in my wedding. Uh, that was probably the one, some of the best news I've heard in a long time. So, um if if you pr- if you're a prayer, keep on praying. If, if you're a guy that just likes to send good vibes, send them this way. We still need them, um, but you know we're still thinking about Johnny, and and he's gonna have a little bit of a, a change in his life. But that's not a bad thing. And um, thank you for the fans out there, especially on Instagram. Um, hey, there's no way I can text all you guys back and say thank you for all the comments because I you know I probably would still be doing it right now. So. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, looking forward to get Johnny back on here, and I'm sure he's looking forward to being back on here with you guys. Um, you know, and then and he can tell his story. Now, I'm not here to do that for him, but uh, thank you, everybody. Um, you know, try to keep updated as much as we can. Again, you know, with the idea of kind of keeping his this thing private and for his family and friends. But um, again, really good news the last 24 hours. Um, but we're really we're, we're still we're still thinking about Johnny and, and hopefully he's able to listen to this. Um, but until next time, I am Down Garcia, and you listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. <laughs>